Are you thinking about implementing your own smart home? Not sure of what you want to control or how to start? Do you want your smart home to respond to your voice like it does in the movies or television? Well, you found the right podcast, Tech Bytes with Ron Netter. As a best-selling author, speaker, and YouTuber, he will help you explore the different options available. And now, here's your host, Ron. Have you thought about crypto mining? Would you like to see how it can work in your smart home? Would you like to see how it can help pay for your smart home? Do you want to learn more about passive income? Well, stay tuned. I'm going to show you how easy this is to mine crypto in your smart home. Welcome to another edition of Tech Bytes with Ron Nutter, your home for all things relating to smart home technology. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to pay for your smart home with crypto mining. Hi, I'm Ron Nutter, and we're going to be working on this together. This content is also available as an Amazon flash briefing or podcast. Please go to techbyteswithronnutter.com for more information. For any items mentioned in this episode, there are affiliate links in the description. If you click on these links, I will get a small commission, but that won't affect the price you pay for the item. If you want to get notified when new content is uploaded, please click on subscribe and enable notifications. Now, before going any further, you know lawyers, and I've got to say this now, this is not telling you to do this. This is giving you an idea, kind of like what executives would call it about a 10,000 foot level of kind of how the different pieces, parts play. Do your own research. Consider that anything you may spend or invest as a part of this, you could lose everything. So make sure that you go into this with your eyes wide open. This is simply an educational situation and I'm just going over with you what I have done on my own setup. Whether you do it at all or differently is totally up to you. Now, here's what we're going to be covering in this video, and that's how to pay for a smart home with crypto mining. One, we'll go over briefly, what is crypto mining? We're going to talk about the different options you can look at for being able to crypto mine, and then we'll talk about how to get started. Also want to make mention up front, this is not a get rich quick, make all your money overnight. We are talking a long period of time, probably well over a year, but this is something that can grow with you over time as you get the skills, but it's going to be something that could be quite educational and you could have some fun along the way. As with anything, there's multiple pieces to the puzzle. So I'm going to give you this map. Don't let this overwhelm you. This is going to be something that we're going to work through all the steps. You're, this is not going to be something you'll get done in a matter of minutes, but we'll explain more of that as we go along. The first thing that you're going to have to start with is figuring out what coin to mine. And you will see very quickly, there's thousands or tens of thousands in some cases that you can mine. Now, some of the ones that I have worked with are Flux, Monero, Ethereum Classic, Doge, and Litecoin. These are all ones I'm actively working on at this point. And it's, they're each a little bit different and it's kind of fun as you go along the way. You have to start with that first. Here's why. You're gonna have to have an exchange to work with and a wallet. And sometimes, and, I, and this is targeted solely at beginners who've never done any crypto mining, I'm gonna make some oversimplifications here. It's just to kind of help you get your toes wet in and then you see go from there. So you're gonna have to have an exchange and that's where things, you can receive the coin there and sometimes the exchange will also be your wallet. You can receive the coins there from what you're mining, then you can figure out what you're gonna do from there. First is you gotta get the coins before you can go anywhere else. With the exchanges, you're gonna have CoinMetro, Kraken, Celsius, Coinbase. Again, there are a lot of exchanges 
and or wallets out there. But before you can figure out which exchange and or wallet to use, you've got to be on this part of the puzzle. So that's why it's there's a, a thought, there's a method to the madness. Once you do that and you've got your coin selected and you've got your exchange slash wallet, you're going to need to look at a mining pool. And a mining pool is a simplified way. It's a central point where you can point whatever systems that you're going to have or system or systems. You can start very slowly, but you may find out this is kind of like a drug. It's a little bit of addictive at times. So I will, will warn you up front. You'll point the system that you're going to be having do the mining to a mining pool. So it's a central point to you be able to go and get the jobs that you will be processing to get to the coins and each coin has a different history to it so as you research the coin this is where you'll learn more about what's going on and what the coin is is out there for so if you go to a mining pool then it usually will give you some sort of a status web page to where you can see what your miner is actually doing to varying degrees so you've got things like f pool you've got dx pool and you've also got miner pool now, these all mine different coins. Some of them will mine the same thing. Again, this is part of the research that you've got to do to get everything working. There's going to be a relationship you will start to see here. So first we get the coin that you're going to be mining. Then you figure out the wallet slash exchange you're going to use because there's a very long address. And we're talking, it's like the, the boy who caught the fish. My fish was this big. Well, it's a very long address, letters, numbers, mixed capital, sometimes special characters, that that is your unique wallet address or receiving address for the coins that are going through the mining. So you've got to have this because that has to be given to the mining pool. And then when the mining pool has processed something and you're to be paid depending on criteria, then that goes back up to the wallet. The next thing to do is choose your mining hardware. And this is not going to be a simple process because you have a lot of choices. You've got starting in the upper left-hand corner here, you have, sorry, I was trying to grab the mouse on the wrong system. You've got what's called an ASIC miner. And that's an application-specific integrated circuit. That's one that's purpose-built a lot of times for a single coin. Sometimes you'll find them that will be dual coin. In the case of the one you see here, if you've done, started doing any research at all, you will see this one is, is the Dogecoin logo where that you're actually mining two coins at one point. But more on that later. You can also mine with a laptop. Not a laptop. You can mine with a desktop computer. You can mine with a laptop, but trust me, it's going to be long, slow, and you won't really be happy with how long it's going to take to start seeing results. This is the foundation you can either CPU mine, which means you need to have a pretty good processor, or this is where you get into the GPUs, which will plug into the motherboard and they will do the heavy number crunching and the heavy lifting to do some of the mining. Now, if you're on a budget or not sure where you want to do, there's some other good options. You can mine with a Raspberry Pi. I will tell you up front, it will be a very long time before you will see any significant results. And that's assuming a single Raspberry Pi. If you want to amass a whole collection of them, that's fine. But what you'll find is by the time you get into a Raspberry Pi, the power supply, everything you got to have to have a single one come up, you buy about five or six Raspberry Pis and you're not that far away from some of these ASIC miners. And this is one from Gold Shell. It's if you can buy it directly from Goldshell, then that's going to be about $600. You can get them for a higher price. You're going to be getting them from scalpers or somebody who's reselling. You can, and I'm going to say in theory, you can mine with your smartphone. Now, again, it's not going to be a quick and fast process. 
you're pretty much going to have to leave the phone plugged into a power supply because the mining process, the phone's going to get warm and it's going to deplete that battery pretty quick. So there's any number of ways you can do it and you don't have to have the fanciest desktop computer to get started. So there, it's just a matter, there's, there's all sorts of options out there. I've done all four of these and the two up top, the ASIC miner and the CPU miner or CPU slash GPU is primarily what I'm doing just about all of my mining on. But again, I've, I've had a growing stage to get to that point. So this is not something that is gonna happen overnight. Once you've got the wallet information, the mining pool, now that's when you're gonna, and you have got your mining hardware chosen, and then you actually go to configure the miner. There are, there are several ways you can do it. You can configure under Windows. That is not my choice because there's enough stuff going on within Windows. To me, it's not the lean, mean operating approach to do it. You can do it. If that's what you've got, again, start with what you've got. So that's not a problem. But again, you'll configure your miner and then you'll go to deploy it. There are, will be different things you're going to learn to monitor. And that's where we get into monitoring the mining. This is somewhere you can go back to the mining pool website. There's also a little bit of information you can get exchange you're on because they'll actually see the transactions coming in. And there's going to be, depending on the coin and exchange, you may get paid on a daily basis. You can make it paid several times a day. It could be a week or longer. Again, this is going to be something that's going to take time. So you're not going to handle it overnight. When you go to deploy the miner, depending on how you do it, if it's a Linux based operating system, then you can look at the monitor and there may be a command like MOTD space watch. There are all sorts of options. Now, something to consider if you're going to start doing multiple miners, then there are options you can look at for how you configure your miner. And by configure, I'm talking whether you use Windows or you use something uh, of a Linux-based variety. And you will may hear some references along the way to Hive OS, or you'll go to HiveOn.com. There will be links to all that in the description for this video. That is a way where you can watch multiple systems from a central console. So especially if you've got these computers in another part of the house where you're not gonna be in a lot, then you can put them there, help minimize some of the noise, especially from the ASIC standpoint that you'll need to think about. Another option to look at is going to be power. You're going to have two options to power this. You can use 110, which depending on the solution you get, you're going to generate some heat. You can step up to 220. Most computer power, power supplies handle that. You will need to get a different plug from the power supply to the wall outlet. Depending on the wall outlet, you may have to get an adapter. And I'm already looking at a way because where I live, I don't use the oven a lot and I don't use my dryer a lot. Well, what do those both have in common? Well, the oven and the dryer both are on 220 outlets. So I don't have to pay to get yet another outlet installed. And you'll have to make sure that your breaker panel has got room to do that. And you're not going to overload what's coming into the house. Again, that's going to be something we'll look at along the way. There is no right or wrong answer with this one. And we will be, and I'll be showing you some different options along the way. What I would like for you to tell me is down in the comments, would you like me to do that on this channel or would you like me to do it over a separate YouTube channel? Because I want to be respectful of those that are coming to this channel for regular smart home content that mining may not be something that they would be interested in. So I'm more than happy to do a separate channel and everything I'm doing is going to take this as the blueprint that I've shown you here and take you every step along the way. I'm going to assume, you know, absolutely nothing or very little. And this is simply going to be a process you can leverage. Now, 
you don't have to use the same wallets and exchanges and pools that I would, but at least you've got a well known blueprint because everything I'm showing you is things that I will have set up and coins that I've mined just to kind of help you go along the way and make your learning process a little bit easier. If you're watching this on YouTube, you will see videos on the screen that are similar to the one you've just watched or other content that YouTube thinks you might be interested in. If this video helps you or provides value, please click on that like button, thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please click on subscribe now and enable notifications. See you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Tech Bites with Ron Nutter podcast. If you know someone who's interested in creating their own smart home, please share this show with them. Please subscribe on iTunes or Google Podcasts and leave us a review. Have questions? Contact Ron at questions at techbyteswithronnutter.com. He looks forward to sharing more incredible insights on the next episode.